Welcome to the Super Empty Show. We've been off for a couple weeks, but we're back. <laughs> Justin, not <laughs> clapping for some reason, not with us. It's almost as if something else is happening at this very moment that's making him sad. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know about it. It wouldn't so. be an episode of yeah. Super Empty if we didn't reference the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Or if the Rockets weren't getting waxed. Well, it's, it seems like only the Warriors are playing tonight. Oh, my God. Good thing I'm leaving. <laughs> well, what, what is it about you leaving? Like, what's, what is the news here? Because we have a couple different uh, personnel matters to, to put out there. But we'll start with you. Justin, you're going to the Northeast. For the summer. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm actually. The decision. Yeah, the decision. <laughs> I'm taking my talents. Taking his talents to? The Boston Celtics. They drafted me, guys. Wow. I'm going to play. Uh, yeah. You didn't think this NBA metaphor was going to keep going. No, I'm going to Amherst College for six weeks. Wow. Turns out they voided my degree from Central, so I have to try again. Uh, <laughs> no, thankfully, now that I have a degree... Uh, in journalism, people want to hire me to do things. That's cool. Um, and one of those things is teach journalism and entrepreneurship. So, be gone for six six it whole just weeks. Our hearts here. Uh, I'll miss quite a few pods, unfortunately. Yeah. I'll miss the Killer Bees season. The Killer Bees is our wide rec team, and we're pretty good, and we'll be even better without Justin. A la the Boston Celtics. Metaphor is back. Okay, and with that said. Justin was Kyrie Irving in that metaphor. <laughs> He's going to be gone, and we're going to be still going to make the... E <laughs> Today on the show, because we have to keep this moving, we have uh, Iron Mike, DJ Iron Mike, also known as Charles Morse, if you go by his byline in Indie Week, on the show. So we talk about media, DJing, his start at NC, NC State when he got out of the military, and he's super involved, so there was a lot to discuss about Raleigh and the triangle scene in general. He needs Carolina a column Musical on Words. Super Empty called Morse Code. I'm just going to wow. go ahead and throw that out there. That's good. Wow. We're looking, yeah. Before he leaves, he comes up with this idea. I mean, I think we're, we got a couple weeks of great ideas from Justin ahead of us until he heads up to Boston. <laughs> I can work remote. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and you will. Um, <laughs> so also, we discussed the new Anderson Pack uh, song that came out and video that came out. So we... Uh, Overall consensus that it was very good, really just out there and absurd. So we had a little bit to say about that. And then also this new festival, NC Hip Hop Festival, that we are a little bit um, confused by overall, but wish them well. So that's our show today. Do you have any thoughts, Justin? I'm going to miss you guys. I'm allergic to shrimp, homie. Only want the big fish. Now a nine represent I always how I did this. Give me the bread and give me the flight and give me the mic. I rip this. Give me a night and what I will write diminishes our predictions. Vicious, only cause I need to be. People take advantage of your weaknesses so easily. So my loyal homies never phony. Bap bap you run up on me. Who would never leave me lonely? All I need to me. Life is Christmas Eve to me. Five years old and this rap thing. We're uh, here with a man of many talents. Iron Mike or Charles Morse. He's been yeah. in the media game and the DJ, emceeing many things that we will talk about. But you've been the doing dad a, game. What else? I mean, the dad game. The dad game, too. Dad, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was making it difficult for us to do the interview last time when we were planning it. You were like, dude, I got responsibilities. Yeah, I can't yeah. just be doing yeah. every little thing. <laughs> exactly. um, this weekend you were doing Moogfest. We were just talking about you were running the, uh, the marketplace. Mm -hmm. How did you get hooked up with Moogfest? That's just, uh, I didn't even know about that. So I've been working, I've, I've been working part time at Guitar Center. Okay. And through that is basically how I, I'm like, I kind of like went in as a DJ working there already. Mm -hmm. 
And so I had like <laughs> like a bunch of people from around like the, the community and stuff that knew me. So they would come in and buy stuff from me. And I just like love recording equipment and production equipment and stuff. So it just kind of was natural at selling it. So yeah. because my numbers were so good with that, they were like, well, Moog's looking for like a couple people from each location in North Carolina that can represent them. So they sent me up to, well, not up, over to. <laughs> over from Raleigh to Durham? Over, over from, no, over from, uh, over to Asheville to oh, do like, oh. like a whole like training thing at Moog. Gotcha. And like took a tour of the, of the, of the factory, which is really cool. Cause ev- like literally everything is made by hand, by hand here in North Carolina. Is insane. Like, yeah. and by like, and everyone's like wild happy. <laughs> to like, they're going. very well taken care of. Very yeah, doing good. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I mean, the company, one thing I didn't know is like the company is, uh, it's employee owned. Right. So, like, they share, they share profits. I'm all about that. We're employee owned at Super Empty. There's yeah. not a lot of wealth <laughs> not like, <laughs> <laughs> to be sharing around. That's it, yeah. <laughs> but we all have the same amount. Um, but it, yeah, so like I did the training and everything. And then, yeah, like, um, so I got to, like basically run all the stuff that was sold for Moog out cool. of that market. Did you have a chance so. to go to stuff or you were busy working? Man. Because <laughs> I was going to ask you <laughs> what I you did, thought about the festival, but it, maybe I, you were just there. When I did have time to go, like literally I've like passed out. Like you see yeah, me yeah. right now. Like I'm, I'm like, like I've been working since eight o'clock in the morning. Well, Justin so. was out till two. There were other people. Gabe, you know, obviously from Runaway uh, was at this party till like at the fruit. The, those the, people, the slums party uh, was slums there. No, this is um, DJ, Stingray. <laughs> DJ Stingray, who I don't know, but this is like the closing party of the weekend that people were there till. I mean, I had a friend who said started at 4 a.m. Oh, man. I, I can't do this shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can do it. You, you just got to pace yourself. But like if I like if I wasn't doing all the stuff that we were doing in the marketplace, like because I was like on your feet yeah. all day, nonstop interaction with people. Right, right. You know? <laughs> Like, I'm a pretty personable person. Personable person? Can you say that? Like, is that <laughs> word? But, like, you know, like, all day for, like, 12 hours, just talking about synths over and over again. I was just like... Being like, don't touch that. Yeah. Please, that's not... No, nah, like, everybody... Not- like, the cool thing about Moog is, like, everybody who comes in, like, kind of knows what they're talking about. I didn't feel that way when I was there. No? No, about myself. Oh, really? I was just hitting <laughs> buttons, like... I went up to Trandall. I was just like, so is this on your wish list? And he's like, oh, yeah, I can sample with this. I can, I can uh, put different kits on this. Like, like, he knew what he, exactly he was shopping. But that's, like, but that's yeah. the thing. So, like, I mean, you can be with someone like Trandall right. who can show you something. Or like uh, Ali, uh, Ali Shaheed Muhammad right. was just like walking around chilling in there, like looking at, looking at the grandmother and mm-hmm. looking at some of the Roland stuff. You know? <laughs> Crazy. They put me on blast, man, because he's like, you know, he's like, you know, Tribe, Tribe Called Quest is like the first rap group I ever listened to. Yeah. When I wasn't allowed to listen to rap. <laughs> like, my cousin snuck me some tapes and stuff. So you, did and you like, just talk to him? Yeah, my boss, like, straight up, like, put me on blast. Because I saw him, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's, you know, and introduced you? Quest. Or he Maybe, like, he gave, like, he totally made me out to be a fanboy, like, <laughs> right there. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is, this is our guy, Charles. He's, like, a huge fan. He's been, like, itching to meet you all day. I was like, oh, really? They were like, hi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? <laughs> but Thank yeah, you for the introduction. Cool. Yeah, well, uh, so that's, that's really cool you were doing that, but there's a whole, obviously, history of what you've been doing in the area for many years, but you were not from North Carolina originally. Nah. Right, you came from New York. That's right. Did you, were you an undergrad at State, or you did something else at State? I was an undergrad. Okay, because that's uh, when you came here for the first time? 
to North well, Carolina? I mean, I was I was stationed at Fort Bragg. Oh, gotcha. All right. And um, I was at um, Special Operations Command over there at Bragg and um, in Fayetteville. <laughs> but I don't know. I didn't really count that as like time in North Carolina. That's the epicenter of North Carolina hip hop. Yeah, it is. <laughs> According to at least okay. one artist. <laughs> hey, Rain 901 is nice, but... Oh, okay. I was thinking of a Rain, different Rain 910. Rain 910. <laughs> but yeah, not, not, not bad, though. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was thinking about Wolf Tracks, obviously, and, uh-huh. and things that you got into. I was just reading about a, a technician article that mm-hmm. you were that you were on the uh, in the, the cover art for, <laughs> where you were rapping back then, uh-huh. and now you're DJing with... Juice Lord, mm-hmm. doing a lot it's of things. So right. You're writing for Indie Week. Yep. So you're doing you're doing many things. I don't even know where to start, <laughs> but I guess I guess getting into the state stuff first with Wolf Tracks, what you were doing then. Yeah, like um, so I started at state. I'd already had like I already had a, an associate's degree from before I went to the army, so I only had like two years left at state, and I really just wanted to take advantage of everything I could yeah. possibly take advantage of at that time because. You know, you don't really get opportunities like that where I'm from. You know, I'm from the Bronx, you know, and I, you know, I went to the You mean Army. the opportunities that come with being on campus? Like being on campus and being right. able to take advantage of like, you know, just having, you know, something like WKNC where I came up, mm-hmm. you know, and like the privileges you get from that, like just having access to things like South by Southwest and, yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to like seize all that. And I love music. It's I still want to say I, I like really miss that myself a lot like not yeah. being in college anymore like all yeah. the things that come with that yeah. i don't mean the partying like no, i mean no, like, like all the like, there's just all this stuff that other people have set up that like because you're a student there it's like your job to take advantage of right like yeah. a radio station i mean we have radio stations when you're outside of school right but they're not for you to just walk up to and be like hey i want to do a show right exactly so that's cool that's how you got started yeah but i cut you off sorry no that's all good um <laughs> but yeah like uh coming from you know i was like i was older than most students Going into state, you know, and I'd, I'd been through, I was, you know, a special forces operator, so I'd seen some things. So I just wanted, you know, I took it, I knew what I wanted to do. Like, I knew I wanted to work in music. So I just wanted to make sure that everything I did at state would, you know, enforce my portfolio and my resume for, for doing that. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to, so through WKNC, I went to South by Southwest in 2014, and uh like it just like blew my mind just like had like the scale of it just to see like the whole music industry coming together and what were you guys doing there i was just doing press for wknc do they do that every year they have press people from KNC? i do <laughs> i started that yeah wow like, so yeah. They, they actually have like one pass or two for people to go just for the college radio station to just like interview people and yeah put it on the station do photography I don't think UNC is on that level. I don't think UNC is sending people someone. From someone <laughs> needs to have the nuts to do it. That's what it was. Because like when I when I was at KNC, like you know, all these kids are like 18, 19. Here I am, like almost thirty. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, I want to, I want to go to South by Southwest. I want to work in music. Like, get me out there. And it was just as easy as just the um, GM of WKNC at the time sending out an email, <laughs> and <laughs> they were like, yeah, sure. That's amazing because so, KNC has that sense too to me of being. I don't know, I guess I could be offensive to people here, but being like a little bit more professional of a station or more like a no, real, quote-unquote, real radio station <laughs> no, than are. other ones. Really I think are. from UNC, with the UNC one, I'm saying that more from maybe a programming point of view because they have the freeform style and there's no real shows, and so it's yeah. less like a normal right. station. And I don't really know how Dukes is. I don't know a lot about XDU, but... 
Sam, uh, I think the only person that has like an actual show on XDU is Sam's. Sam's, yeah. Sam's. So they so they still do shows in a way that uh, XYC doesn't. Right. But I still think of KNC the way that it has it's involved in the community with doing the double barrel benefit mm-hmm. and things like that. Like I'm not surprised to hear that you know they send someone out to do. South by Southwest. Was it yeah. any of it that way before you? I know you're saying you started South by, but like in general, was there already a sense of it being kind of like run like a real radio station before you were? Yeah, like there? I like when I was um, even before I moved to Raleigh, like when we'd come to Raleigh, if, when, like, when I was in the army, we used to come to Raleigh all mm-hmm. the time to get away from Fayette, <laughs> not to, that beautiful not city, to do late night Fayetteville. Yeah, and um, but yeah, like we'd um. Like, I'd listen to WKNC, like, not even knowing it, because I knew, like, when I was right, driving right. home, like, that was the station to listen to. Like, you'd always hear some, like, really good rap music on it. Right, right. So, I, did, I knew about WKNC, and I didn't realize it was a college station at first. I just mm-hmm. thought it was, like, a cool, like, underground station. So, yeah. like, going in, like, I was like, oh, shit, this is, this is NC State's radio station? I'm, I'm in that. <laughs> like, I got to be in that. So, you know. So, so you had a show. Yeah, yeah. I did you just say, I, w- I want to have, like, I want to have a show? Did you do any, like annoying shitty work for a while so you could earn the right to have a show or you nah. came in and you were older than people and you were like nah, I yeah I put, my, I put my balls <laughs> on the table <laughs> but nah, i mean like i like before i was in the army i dj'd okay so like so i already, I already had experience djing which is why i love why like i really wanted to work in music mm-hmm. so like i you know you have to, they do have a pretty stringent um application process so but i put all my experience on there right so it's like you know if you're looking at it you got this dude who's DJed in clubs in new york city i dj'd in webster hall before i went to the army any special ops like, you don't want to fuck with him. animal special forces <laughs> art warrior like come on like you're not not giving me my shows like <laughs> what was the time slot that you had um the first time slot i had was uh it was 10 to 11 10 to 12 on sundays that's not p.m bad. Even at XYC, I'm thinking you start at like the the two to six slot, I think. Yeah. AM. Yeah. But again, that's maybe if you don't have experience like you did. Right. So that's a good show. That's a good slot. It was did really it have a theme slot. to it? Or it was, I guess, it was a hip hop well, like, show? It's, it's kind of funny because like when I, when I first started, I was like super like New York's the only hip hop that exists. <laughs> Like, Juice like, just Lord just tweeted about that today, kind of. <laughs> really? Or the Facebook status about don't be like I'm New York guys. It was oh, not about yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was about being tough. Just being like acting like fake gangster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've had that conversation a lot of times. <laughs> but like um um but yeah, like I was just like yeah, New York hip hop everything. Um and I did some like themed shows. Like uh, I did like a couple shows. I was like all beef tracks because like beef tracks have like. Some of the like the, some of the best lyrics yeah, come out of yeah. beef tracks, you know what I mean? So stuff like that, and then um, like WKNC, like they're really strict about what you play. Like you mm. can't play the same stuff over and over again too much. Okay. Um. So like I had to really kind of like dig in and really kind of expand my my knowledge, and that's kind of that's kind of how I got involved in like local hip hop too. So right. And so. and battling, or you were already involved with some battling in the past in New York. Um, I mean, like, battling in New York, like, especially in, like, early 2000s and stuff is, like, way different than what you see in, like, King of the Dot right now. Yeah. You I thought you were about I mean? to say like, it's different than AVL. And I was like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, New York's <laughs> a lot different than AVL. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like, I – so, like, it, you know, that's always just been something we do. You know what I mean? Like, the Union Square uh, cipher is, like – like, that's, like – you can catch like immortal technique there. You on the daily. You can catch most deaf Talib Kweli there. Like, 
like that Union Square uh, cipher has like been Damn. a thing. Yeah. And niggas battle out there. Like, and it's just like off the dome battling. Like it's not like pre, like, you know, predetermined and you get to like write your shit out. Right. Like, so I, I mean, I wasn't, I can rap, but I was never that good. <laughs> I could never like off the dome, like battle someone. But I yeah. saw that all the time. And like, I loved that. Like, Cause I you're talking about now, obviously the prepared aspect where you come and you obviously have, yeah, there's some stuff where you see, you can tell that someone's thinking on the fly, yeah. but like usually they're piecing together right. larger things that they've come right. with. But I mean, like, in all honesty, like that wasn't even like the battle, the whole battle thing with AVL, like I wasn't something I was like setting out to do. It was just something that kind of like came together. Cause right. And it, it was coming out of Raleigh at the same time. Right. There. So like, um. My 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 boy uh, S, uh, S K well S K is my boy but uh, my boy <laughs> <Yeah>. Silhouette <laughs> Silhouette Silhouette it was like one like one of the first people I made friends with in in Raleigh like like meaningful like not from it was you and him friend. in that story that I'm talking about right which one uh, the technician story probably I think it was I think it, like you were on stage together because I think it's no that was Anderson. Oh, it was Anderson. That was Anderson, sorry. Yeah. Anderson Burris. Yeah. yeah, shouts to Anderson Burris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking it said Silhouette. Maybe he was elsewhere in no, the story. No, no, no. But yeah, like, so, like Silhouette, me and him, like he was like my f- first friend I made here in, in Raleigh, like in my civilian life. And um, <clears throat> he's, he's, he's crazy at battling. So, I mean, that's, that's my homie. And we've, you know, we've always been there to like support each other. So he wanted to jump into that world. So I was like, hell yeah, let's do mm-hmm. it. And... um. SK, who runs AVL, he started it over mm. in Asheville. Over right, right. Go figure. <laughs> um, he wanted to start doing shows over here in Raleigh because he, he was my assistant over at WKNC when I was the, gotcha. the underground music director. Did he go to state? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's kind of how that came together. So, like, just kind of like, you know, we were all friends, and, you know, I'm always going to do what I can to – help my people so mm-hmm. it just it just made total sense so right and then speeding yeah. up to the present obviously you met did you meet juice through that because so now crossbones is i don't is it a collective as a what what it, would you describe it as i mean is it's it a, just a movement like we're you know because this is a yeah just i guess background is juice lord just put out <laughs> yeah. an album we reviewed it on yeah. the site alex who's here with us uh who may be asking questions reviewed it Absolutely. all 30 tracks of it double album so uh yeah, yeah but so for that by the way uh, yeah, you put me up there with Deep End. I was like, I was like, shit, man. Yeah. Uh, if you if you haven't read the review, there's Juice. Yeah, <laughs> it was well written too. I'll give you that. It was, it's it was a great well one, guys. It's a good two paragraphs. No, but Juice, uh, he's been probably one of the most energetic acts I've seen. Hell yeah. In Raleigh, and yeah, in the in the short piece I do write a little bit about how he brought that energy onto the records, and not only him, but the features on there. And yeah, you were definitely one of the standout features on that record. Thank like it, the intensity that, was crazy. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like Ryan was saying, Crossbones in general is kind of like, it seems like it's basically the, the family collective around Juice and the Gallon Gang and you know, yeah. the people that fuck with him and the people that he fucks with, yeah. are, they, you kind of come together and you guys are collectively Crossbones. That's right. Is it more formal than that or is it kind of? Well, I mean, as far as like, you know, all the people who fuck with us, like the people who come out to shows, like, Especially like the way Motorco was packed out for the album release show, like that, that's that's the pirates. Those those are the pirates. Those like that's you know that's our people. That's where did that name come from? The, for Crossbones and the and the pirate whole aesthetic. That whole aesthetic. I yeah. mean, just you know, we're the whole. 
You all right, dude? You all right, Alex? <laughs> Alex had a coughing fit. <laughs> um, I mean, like, just kind of, I mean, not being, like, counterculture and, like, cheesy, like, fake pop punk way, but, like. I don't, yeah, just, I don't take it that way. No, no, not at all. But just, like, you know, we, we're the type, of, we're the, me, Juice, Jovi, like, we're just not, like, you know, the types of people that really just kind of, like, blend in with, you know, <laughs> normal society especially here in raleigh i mean especially here in raleigh like you know like i you know i'm i'm a veteran and i like embrace my like angry veteran side of me i'm not out here like you know talking to myself on the streets and shit but like you know like i like it, it took me a while like after getting out and being a civilian shit to like come to grips with the fact that like all right i've got an attitude and how can I channel that in an effective yeah. way? So we really and so like so it's just like you know, and Juice is the same kind of way. He's not a veteran, but like we're both just like really energetic people and aggressive people, and people don't really understand that. Kind of sometimes feel a little uncomfortable about that. Yeah. So like the Crossbones family is just like motherfuckers who are just gonna be themselves. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah, and it makes sense that way. Like you know? as far as like you know, rep, just people. Like a pirate being kind of a uh, yeah exactly pirates a little bit outside a, a little bit on the edge of society a little bit right just different, exactly doing their own thing but we can still like at the same time we can still you know navigate in regular yeah. society but on our own terms I mean you know pirates I mean? are like, cool they had a whole Disney uh, <laughs> franchise made a lot of money you know what I'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> but no I mean like you know we nav we navigate what we do on our own terms you know what I mean like I. Not only do I, do I DJ, I can rap my ass off, I can make beats, and I can fucking write a, a news article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I can take, you know, I can do concert photography. Like, I can pretty much do whatever I want and then be good at it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to assert that and make, put myself in a position where I do, do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I wanted to ask about that because, you know, you've been in a place like New York and you come here and you have all these different skills. And, uh, you know, something about this area is that, I, I think personally, you can feel like you can kind of get into anywhere you want to fit in because, yeah. you know, there's the downside is like we're not huge and there's not a lot of huge platforms, but the upside is like you can kind of make whatever you want out of it. Right. And so do, do you ever feel like any responsibility or anything like, oh, because I wanted to ask about you writing for the indie because it was like, mm -hmm. you know, did you feel like, man, someone's got to be writing these articles because there aren't a lot of people writing hip hop stuff yeah. period and like no, i mean after like eric wasn't doing so much mm -hmm. i wasn't doing so much like they didn't have hip-hop writing in At the all. paper yeah and yeah. i don't know how you got involved with it but it was like oh they have somebody I mean, writing who knows it thank I god mean, allison allison was like really cool i mean like i uh you know i wanted to make that step into like getting away from just doing college media mm -hmm. and um you know she has a good relationship with wknc alums okay so you know i just sent in my resume and she, you know, she was like, all right, yeah, let's, you know, I'll put you on blurbs. So I wrote blurbs for like, you know, yeah, a man. good year. The blurbs, those are hard as hell right? to write. Like, it's like, like <laughs> you have a hundred words to write about someone's whole career. Right, yeah. That shit would take me half an hour. That's why I had to stop. And then you get paid like, like 10 bucks for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, like it really kind of like that, like that helped me like kind of improve my writing journalistically. And then, um, you know, I just kind of pushed the envelope a little more towards so like, I was like, all right, I'm sick of writing these blurbs. Right. You know, I got, I've been doing this, this and that in the scene. Like I really want to write like meaningful pieces. So, right. You know, so, so you think you're like, more motivated personally or by also the lack of it and just being like, I want to create, I'm going to create what I wish existed here. Cause I don't um, see what I want. 
I don't know, man. Like I, I think it was like the same my the same push for me at WKNC. Like, um, Silhouette put me onto the hip hop scene down here, and it was like I was, I was blown away by it. You know, like I went to a, the first show I ever went to down here was a Cooley High show, and I was fronting the whole way there. I was like, shows. I was like, yo, you put <laughs> like you're bringing me to this whack ass. North Carolina hip hop show, <laughs> like this shit's gonna be garbage. I was just complaining the whole way through, and then I went to Poor House, and the place was packed. Yeah. That was when Rhapsody was still in the crew, and they were killing it. I was like, damn, that's crazy. And then, um, and then um, Tucson was running this uh, weekly thing over at London Bridge at the time too, and it was kind of like the seeds of the cipher because mm, okay. it wasn't like a formal show type of thing it was really just kind of like a place where you could showcase what you had okay and um wait so at this time there was not a free expression cypher or there was no not that time okay it was like you know like around the same time that it started to come together and then um you know seeing that i was like to me like that was like realer than anything that they're doing in new york even now because new york is so just about like you know clout <laughs> everything's about clout and, yeah but getting that video that. on world star or whatever yeah yeah and like kind of new york's kind of lost their way and that's why new york isn't where they where they used to be mm-hmm. in hip-hop anymore so like i just i fell in love with the scene out here so and i you know i consider myself way more of a north carolina hip-hop person than new york ever even though i dj'd up there for a while so you know like the passion that I that I that all these people around me had for it, I was like, I was like, yo, I I want to do my part to put it out there because it's not, you know, you don't see articles about it in indie all the time. Mm-hmm. Even still, like, even I'm right, you still don't see much about it. No, and um, no, I mean, I felt bad. Eric was bringing it up that font. I mean, because super empty, I didn't write anything. I felt bad because he was like, you know, one of maybe the best rapper from NC put out an album this year. No one wrote about it locally at all. Yeah, they didn't even with, show uh, J. Cole love. Yeah, but I was talking about Fonte. <laughs> no, I know. But yeah, okay. No, I know. I'm talking, but no one wrote about Fonte at all in, no. in the whole place where he's from. We didn't have an article reviewing yeah. the, the album, which is crazy. And I'm, I'm not going to get myself in trouble. <laughs> I want you to get yourself <laughs> I'm not going to get myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you know, I, like, I Can, mean. Is there any way to PR finesse what you're trying to say or should I move on? No, I mean, yeah, I can. I, did, I, gra- I got a PR degree, so okay. that's right. what I got my, so I went to school for it, so hopefully I could do this. But no, like, uh, <laughs> um, even the piece that I wrote about Cooley High took a little finessing. That was great, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that was an that. awesome piece. I appreciate that. I worked, I worked pretty hard. I was actually kind of really nervous about that one. Well, that was, but, I mean, not to, I'm not trying to downgrade anything else you did or anything I've done in the past, but that was like real journalism. Like a lot of yeah. quotes. Like it wasn't just like sitting back and listening to an and album just, and writing it up. Yeah. You had a lot of research you did. It no, I did. Like. like that took a lot. And like shout outs to the, the dudes in Cooley because they were super like enthusiastic to do the piece and really just kind of provided anything that I needed for the piece, which was awesome. That tends like, to be the way it is with them, which I appreciate. Yeah. They're, 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 they're really cool dudes, man. Like, like, Yeah. Just like for the level, they could be assholes if they wanted to, and they're yeah. just like really cool people. So, but yeah, like um, going back on that, like it's just you know, it took a little, it took a little more finessing than I was expecting to even get that piece. Interesting, you know, and you know, not everything gets time, and I I understand where they're coming from on on Indie Week's side of things. Like, you can't put everything that 
Yeah, and every it's not single what one of your writers want to for necessarily. So I not get all that. the time, but on the other hand, too, if you don't put it there, how are they going to know what? Well, they got a lot of hip hop coverage the last couple of weeks because of uh, you know a guy named Young Dolph was in the news in Durham. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. that was that was Durham hip hop news in the Indie Week. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> where, where were your articles on that one? I didn't even. <laughs> wasn't even offered. <laughs> Check, uh, you never met a nigga this cold. Somebody tell them boys class never gets old. The more success they hate me, that's the way this shit goes. Married to the money, that's relationship goals. Never will I fold. Pay me what you owe, it ain't a cougar trying to holler when I wave the fofo. Uh, money don't change niggas, it only amplifies who they really are. They sold you a bag of lies. This the land of the wise, all the lamb of disguise. I never lose my cool, but not a fan of your vibes. Okay, I'm from the dirty, need to be sanitized. Product of ghetto teaching, this ain't that classic to fry. Moving that cocaina, they call it that Spanish bride. I love her, I fantasize. What what else has come out of state that you're aware of that that um like has state continued to do stuff after you left as a yeah so I mean we kind of like we kind of like our our trajectory kind of went away from we were talking about wolf tracks yeah yeah I know. like we started to go towards wolf tracks and we went somewhere else <laughs> into media yeah well, we we're talking about all the well because I mean like because like my whole involvement with wolf tracks came from when basically came from WKNC with my experiences, like going to South by Southwest. So like when I was out there, um, I saw all these colleges that were sending their students out just to go to the festival and learn shit because they have like, they have workshops on like music PR, like, um, you know, journalism, music journalism. And you get to meet all these people, all these like big people. Like like, uh, one of the things that blew me away was like the uh, director of university marketing for, for, Universal Music Group. Damn. New WKNC. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I met him at a panel. Like, he did a panel talk, and I went up to him and talked to him afterwards, which is another cool thing about South by Southwest. You can just, People like, get up there and talk. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, you're, you're the hip-hop music director at WKNC? That's awesome. I love you guys. And blah, blah. Like, this is, like, a motherfucker that... That's amazing. <laughs> at the top of the mountain in, like, yeah. in music. So, like, How much that, student radio must he be listening to to be like... <laughs> WKNC. Well, he, like, I know like he was shit. the director of yeah, university know, marketing. That's but, his fucking job. But. Yeah. Well, we're number three in the nation. Really? Yeah. As How far so? as like as far as like our footprint. We have a better footprint than Columbia. That's wild. Yeah. And Columbia's uh, Columbia's radio station in New York has like a lot of clout. Is that the but, one that had Stretch and Bobito? Mm-hmm. Back in the day? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. yeah. How do you And so yeah. but so like just seeing that, like that's what made me want to start Wolf Tracks. And you know, it it's it's no more unfortunately because it was one of those things like I I feel like I needed like it required my passion and mm-hmm. my involvement to stay afloat yeah but from what it did like basically what we did was take students who were like you know in their bedroom playing guitar or making beats and shit and I used my influence and my connections to help them get out there into the world and like one of our best success stories is um crystals um you know like that's that's the yeah. homie he's like killing it right now he had his music played at coachella you know what i, I mean so that. yeah last year's Damn. coachella um, that, uh, that name always tripped me up like i didn't know how to say it i finally <laughs> just alex just just <laughs> hit me to tune it the other day and he said he thought it was oxtails it does look like oxtails <laughs> though i think it was a couple weeks ago. but also tune's not allowed to tell anybody that their name is confusing them well, Toon's doing a whole like he has, existential like, three- name change right now. So, 
So, but he's but, still, but he's not part of it because it's not really a current thing. What crystals? It's what, not wolf, wolf tracks? tracks. Yeah. No, he dude, just reps never it. Like, he reps it in like a past sense. Well, I mean, he he doesn't rep it anymore. None of us do anymore. Okay. Like, because and that's that was always the the point. It was never to be like like a a college owned record label or anything like that. It was just like a method of getting yourself from that level of just sitting in your dorm room yeah, and thinking about around, it right. and just out there doing it. Because right. like, you need that. Like, and that was one of the things, like, as, as an older college student, as an older undergrad, <laughs> that was one of the things I knew, like, looking back when I was younger. Like, if I was younger and I had someone who was older being like, yo, you got skills, I'm going to help you get out there. Yeah. And I'm not going to ask anything for it. I'm not going to take any of your booking or anything like that. Like, that would have, like, that would have changed. I probably wouldn't have ever gone to the Army. <laughs> you know, I would have just, like, focused on music and DJing and, like, so, like, I, if I could help someone just at least get the courage to get themselves out there, like, I want to be a part of that. I want to help them do that. And that's what Wolf Tracks was about. And Yeah, and I remember uh, one of the, I guess, big highlights that I remember from Wolf Tracks was when you were able to get Sci High to yeah. come give a talk at Witherspoon that on was, State's campus. That was crazy. And not only a talk to, like, the students and, like, artists in college who are interested in becoming bigger, but giving them that time to have a, like a real substantive Q and A time. Yeah, it wasn't just hey, you got a question for we got time for five questions. It was like, you know, you you gave these guys time to to get questions into Sci High, and Sci High was so gracious with yeah. his time. He was so answering, cool. and he was still talking to people like twenty minutes after the thing ended, mm-hmm. before people left. And so yeah, when you're talking about um, you know, getting people getting helping to get people that push, it was it was definitely. I don't know. I saw it not only as like telling, helping people get out and perform, mm-hmm. but helping people find resources like you found at South by like yeah. you brought a little piece of it right. to state for students who were trying, but didn't really know where to start, where to start, exactly. even in terms of like who to listen to. Exactly. Like you brought that here to hear a story of how it's not a really straightforward path in the record business. So right. I thought that was really cool. And even for like students who didn't want to be like, you know, rappers and like performers, whatever, like students who wanted to get into like the business side of it, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I did, like, there's a few people, alums from Wolf Tracks that are like doing some things and like that, even though it's not going on anymore at state, it's not an active club anymore at state, like they're those people that are actually doing things like makes me really happy that I Are you still that, so. in Raleigh or are you in Durham now? Yeah, I'm in Raleigh. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, what is going on? So you're not doing like state related stuff. You've you moved on. Actually, I just got a job. You do doing marketing center. content at state. Wow. <laughs> like like a couple of weeks ago. Is that going to be the main thing, or that's another side? I mean, thing? it's it's, it's, a, side it's a good check. So it's going to be you know, it's not it's not like a full time full time thing. Yeah. It's thirty hours a week, but it's enough per hour that you know, I could like chill for a little bit. Very nice. And also <laughs> a current event I should have I should have brought up earlier is that. Uh, Juice is nominated for Kiana Music Award that yes. you guys have been promoting very yes. hard. Yeah. So so that's really cool. Are you guys going to be, I guess, like attending that, checking that out? When is that? Absolutely. It's in the summer, right? It's in the summer. I think it's like it's like in August. Okay. So we got plenty of time to go out and vote. Vote for the homie. A lot of people talk shit about the CMAs, and you know it's both. It's based on. Is is based I, on I votes? I don't know. Listen, I listen. Who I would ever do that? Listen, I understand. I totally. We get should it. talk this out. I think we should. I think we should, man. I think we should. I'm I'm always gonna support anything that my that my people want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter 
you know, and we, me and Juice have had our conversations about the, the integrity of it. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's something that you have to use it for yourself. Right. It's something to put on your resume. 100%. You know, if you leverage, you can put it as a talking point on your resume mm-hmm. and do something with it. Right. But it's not going to be the thing to carry you. Yeah. And being fully honest, like that's where I struggle with, you know, what, especially in a scene like North Carolina where it's not, you know, if you're in New York, I've, I've never been in music in New York, but, but New I York assume that you can just like kind of be critical and you're not going to ever worry about your like really fucking people up. But maybe you are. I don't know. But here it's like the things that get set up, everything is something that really people are putting their heart and soul into to make something happen. Because if there right. wasn't a CMAs, there's literally no awards that even recognize right. people doing stuff. Right. And so when you take a shot at it, even if I think it's like justified because it's there's it, things to critique about it 100%, it's like cutting down the one thing that is giving people awards. Right. And so I understand from an artist's there's perspective, like how... I think, yeah. I think on the artist's perspective, every, any artist who gets, who gets nominated for it and is enthusiastic about it, they have every right to be enthusiastic about it. And they should go for it and they should get their fans involved and all that. But on the other hand, like the people who run the CMAs, I feel like they have a little more of a responsibility to, to curate it in a way that makes more sense. That yeah, has that, that's that, that, that holds it. more, that holds more integrity. Yeah. You know, like you're not, I'm not saying like, because I'm not in like the voting committee, like I don't, I don't fuck with it, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, you know, have like the, the, the main music journalists in the city or in the state right. be a part of the decision making. Yeah, have some transparency would be people good. who, yeah, people who own record labels that are actually doing things, you know, have weight in the, in the decision making. And I, I agree with that. And I'm also always coming at it from the hip hop point of view, which it's not a hip hop awards thing. No. They do everything. They have so models they in be, there though. <laughs> like, what the really? fuck is that? Like, <laughs> like get yeah, that okay. shit all the way out of there. <laughs> what, is that like the most far left thing or what else are they giving awards for? I don't even know. They like, got models and, and kids. <laughs> like <laughs> what do you mean the best kids in the I Carolinas? Think like, yeah, like I think they're like, <laughs> like kids kid who like influencers? sing shit. I think they're like kids who like oh, like they God. sing God. like they're <laughs> yeah. Best kids. But that's wild. The corny, best kids like in the states. <laughs> like the CMA Nickelodeon Awards. Like <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but so I mean I get it. I, I feel like that's why I've always but the, it's an issue I have with yeah. critiquing things publicly is like what is the you know what is the end goal here? Like whole other thing. But I had an issue with KRS's one show last night. Wasn't a big fan. But it's like. I have to wonder about what happened with that. I heard <laughs> he was like, I heard he was getting at the, the sound people. He, well, yeah, that's true. I'm glad you heard that. Cause he did it like 10 times. He was really? like, turn my monitor up. Turn my, I don't hear my monitor. I hear me in the house. Turn me up, turn my mic up, turn my man's mic up. Like every, in between every thing he did, it was just like, dude, come on. But really I'm talking, my issue was the freestyling was really basic. And I think oh, people really? at Moogfest were like, wow. Oh my God. Cause they never Moke listened Fest. to freestyling. But if you had listened, all I could think in my head the whole time was the Funk Flex, like uh, Black Thought Freestyle. And I'm like, once you've heard this, and I know that that was prepared and it's a different thing. Right. He was doing off the top. Yeah. But uh, it's hard when that's, you've seen that level to be impressed by like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it from the heart. I did it from the start. 1985. <laughs> I'm feeling alive. Like it's just Dr. Seuss. It's kind of hard yeah, to get yeah. excited about it. <laughs> Anyways, that was a whole different thing. But I was like, is it worth writing something or being pissed about this publicly? Because it's just shitting on this thing that people are putting on and, and bringing rap legends to the area. And so what do you want to come from this critique? Really, I know I'm supposed to like be like all pro-mode 
because I because <laughs> you just worked at it all week. Yeah, but like I mean, in all honesty, like they could they could try a little harder when it comes to the lineups. In so okay, for as far as that goes, you mean like you think that someone like that could do better, or that you're not really particularly interested in seeing KRS One come to Durham? I'm KRS One's the man. Like if put him on the lineup, that's awesome. But like you know, tw- twenty sixteen they did so many good things with the lineup. They oh, had they had Jizza, they had they had Denzel Curry when he was like in the middle of his come up, mm-hmm. wilding the fuck out, like hanging off the fucking having speakers. J- yeah. JK was up there. It, JK yeah, was up there. That shit was crazy. I had a great time. They at had a great like like they they had a great representation of every part of the hip hop spectrum. They did. Yeah. And they represented the local artists. And I saw like all these photographers and people that I know from the hip hop scene were all out and about. It was yeah. it was love. That it was, was a an great incredible year. weekend. Hell yeah. We were both walking around Some having a great time not knowing each was, other. It's still like at at Moogfest twenty sixteen. Yeah. So like that, that and, was a and that's great without year. Skepta. Yeah. It could have been even bigger. That's without <laughs> exactly. Skepta and King Mez. They didn't show exact, up. Exactly. Yeah, right? Mez didn't show up to anything in <laughs> He was on a cruise with, with yeah, Dr. Yeah. I remember Ray. right around the yeah. time of that festival. I feel like he was Instagramming like on a boat in France. Yeah, he was on was a cruise like, with, on Dr. Dre's yacht. Yeah, I can't do this he right told now. Me about I'm on that, a yacht. Yeah, I I had actually uh, I interviewed him later that year for and Indy. I said, no, I had, I was still at KNC. Oh, gotcha. And um, yeah, he uh, I guess he just like canceled all of his tour dates and went on yeah, a yeah. cruise like that. that yeah, he was nice. like, I mean, I think he was like, I can't. He's like, oh, this opportunity, I can't turn this down. Like, I just gotta. Yeah, be. I would. Who would? <laughs> <laughs> But no, like on like on, on some real shit, like Karras one's the man and his kind of his uh his fans are his fans. He's been doing his thing for decades. Thirty fucking years. Like that's crazy. You know, like so his fans, I'm not gonna shit on his fans for liking his basic freestyles because he came up in the eighties when freestyles were basic. Yeah. But I But mean, that's just my issue with it was like I think some people his ad- age have adapted a little bit. So like Premier I I was thinking in my head true. he headlined, but he didn't headline. I guess he opened for Flying Lotus last year, but he, he to me, I know he's not an MC, but he's someone who has continued to like try to stay current and make it make an attempt to be like, oh, Joey Badass, he's coming up. I see parts of what I liked from my come up That's in him, and I want to stay current. And that show last night, he was just reminding us nonstop about the 80s. But that's and KRS you just sound one. like an old man just kind of like shaking that's, your fist in the air. But that's always KRS. That's like no, part of his thing, man. Like he's like the angry old man of hip hop. Right. <laughs> so maybe I should have gone in with a little bit more of an expectation to that. What's yeah, going to happen? Yeah, you can't go in. Like KRS one is not going to like co-sign a young, a new artist. He's never done it. He's, <laughs> okay, like, but he was, he was like, fuck <laughs> MTV. I was like, dude, what MTV? When was the last time MTV was relevant? Like that just sounded like something <laughs> from the from like 05. He's like Maybe he's freestyling. He's us. like, I'm gonna say this right now. Fuck MTV. Like it was a delay <laughs> so he could wait and drop the mic. Yo, and everyone son. was like, oh what? <laughs> no, that's and then he crazy. was like, that's what I'm saying. That's B E T. Everyone's like, oh shit. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but anyways, like you said, it's, it's from Oakfest. It's not his usual audience. But yeah. anyways, that was just an aside talking about critiquing though. With with the Carolina Music Awards, I feel bad about shitting on it, but yeah, like they could do better as far as the the categories. Like the what makes it look as not as good is that like you have major artists that you'd expect to be on it that are missing. I guess is what cuts from the credibility of something. So like, um, I mean, I think like a a young bull should definitely be in the group category. Right. Like that's just an obvious omission. That's yeah. just weird. Or like I don't think Cooley High's in it. It's just like what are what are the things that they're selecting from. I didn't ever they're understand if selecting. it was. It's based. It's based on votes. But 
So they, even they open in? up the nominations is based on Oh, votes. so if you don't even submit yourself, they're not going to put you in it? Cause no. Well, no, you don't have to submit yourself. Your, your following can submit you. Joe, Juice didn't submit himself for, okay. for the CMAs. I didn't submit Juice. It was none of that kind of whack shit. Like, it was like... <laughs> like you don't want a like, cop to submitting an application. No, nah, I wouldn't do that. Like, like, and neither would Juice. Like, we're just... We're not those types of people. Like, but, like, um, you know, people do follow us. Yeah. And, you know, they feel passionate enough about it when they opened up nominations. You know, like, there's just a link and you can just... You sign up with an email and right. this and that. So, I mean, that's... We weren't, you know, we weren't pushing for it. <laughs> And it just happened that way. So, but like, on, so like, but that, but what's cool about that is, yeah, you can have someone like Juice who has a legit following and then his fans can submit yeah. his nomination. But then you have like, you don't have to name anybody. It's just, I know you what you're talking people, about. But then you have other people, but then you have other people who like, you know, aren't either like, either aren't a serious rapper. Right. They have or, a locked Instagram account. Or right. Something. Yeah. And like that, like, like just because, Someone voted like that doesn't, yeah. you know, that makes more sense. Cause I there was like, should how be would some you kind not... of filter to say like, you're like, all right, well, obviously this is some bullshit. Yeah. So there's like, <laughs> you know? I guess it's just that there's like very, like zero curation happening. It's just who votes for what that gets you. I mean, I thing, can't, I, I don't know if there's zero curation. Like well, there, there could be some curation, like. but it's seen like, I, I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I feel like we've said enough of this. I think maybe I got you in hot water. I don't know. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not in hot water. It's, it is what it is. Juice, <laughs> Juice deserves that award regardless. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's he he runs this shit out here. Like there's there's really no one out here doing what he does. You know, besides people that have like already left the scene, like like G. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. like as far as like his brand, what he does, there's no one out here doing that, and he deserves all the props he gets, regardless of the selection process of the CMAs. So, <laughs> you know? Do you think he's going to be here for the long, not the long haul, but for a while in the area? I know he is yeah. from other places. So. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, like, that's the plan. I'm just saying, like, when people get good, we're they not, leave. When, when people get I good mean, at rap, they leave North Carolina, goal, is what I'm the saying. Goal is, the goal, of course, is world domination. Right. The question you know, is, can you world domination. dominate from North Carolina? That's what has yet to be done. Well, J. Cole lives here, I think I guess. you can. I think you can. Yeah, I met J. Cole. But he left. And then he had to come back. But, I mean, J. Cole did that still. Like, the internet wasn't, like, like no, the way you can distribute your music on the internet now, it wasn't right. like that when he was coming up. Mm. And that wasn't even that long ago. Right. Like, they didn't have distro kids back then. Right. Hell yeah. they, didn't have, they didn't have the YBN crew back then. But they did have, they did have MySpace was popping. Though. Yeah. MySpace also, was Also, Morpheus. I didn't do Morpheus. What? You guys don't know about Morpheus? <laughs> I'm going to stay with this as yeah, if I'm I mean, sure, even though now I'm starting to question it. <laughs> I swear this was one of those software programs, man. Oh, well, like, like, like Napster? Like, 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 like one like of those. Music? I am, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll admit to some like decades old crimes. I'm a pirate, yeah. <laughs> Touche, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. Did we cover it all? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything else that we need to discuss? I'm leaving out major omissions. Um, I, mean, I don't know. We don't yeah, we don't want to be like the CMAs. Oh, man. Jesus. No, I mean, <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, uh, we're, you know, I'm out here doing this DJ shit. I've got I've, every, uh, I'm at Trophy every Saturday night. 
Um, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Cause we were talking about award shows. I was thinking about trophies. You're doing trophy yeah. every weekend in Raleigh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do that. Um, I'm still doing my local lunch on WKNC cause that's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> like I might as well. And I'm, are you doing an event this summer? Is there like a physical version of that happening? I feel like you local. got together like a gathering, but maybe I'm thinking of something else. No, actually, I mean, like, that's a, like a picnic, like, I, like a, a hangout kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, damn. I, I didn't promote anything, but maybe that's like word of mouth type of shit. I don't know. Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, What's I that? mean, like I definitely, I've got some stuff in the works. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Oh, shit. Trying okay. to, My bad. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've got, you know, I haven't done. I haven't really done a uh, an event in a while, which is something I've been really wanting to do because, um, you know, like everything with Juice's album, getting ready for that, has been it has been crazy. Yeah, you know, an album release takes way more energy than I ever thought it really did. So, so I haven't, you know, I haven't really been on my event curating grind, but I definitely am got some stuff in the works for later this I mean, year. maybe it came up in another conversation with like Chubbs or something because I, I feel like maybe. there have been a number of things going around of people wanting to get together this summer and do something. Yeah. Whether it was a concert or a daytime thing too. Yeah. Cool. Well, hopefully Absolutely. if you have updates about it, let us know. When it's <laughs> actually out. When it's actually for public yeah, consumption. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Well, thank you for coming by. Really uh, thanks for having it. me. And uh, thanks you guys for patient as hell because <laughs> Moogfest was crazy, man. No worries. Yeah, no true. worries. We hadn't seen Holland in like weeks so we were just hanging out we were catching up all right cool that's what's up man well i'm glad i could bring you guys together yeah, yeah see yeah. That, that that wolf tracks mentality mm-hmm. bringing yeah. people together that's it's what beautiful. i do man. it's a beautiful thing <laughs> all right peace up sometimes you gotta remind a motherfucker how the fuck niggas gonna stop me? I'm going all in it from the beginning, winning, pinning it properly. When I'm in the building, I'm killing, catching a body. You think you're fucking with me? You really tripping up Molly? This a light stretch, no Pilates. You got me a lot of weight on these bars, and ain't nobody can spot me. Y'all niggas do it for a hobby. I do it cause I'm hotter than wasabi. A couple shots of the sake. Only money, you know we coming inside your lobby. I leave your head redder than Yachty over my broccoli. Now the labels calling, they running, coming to sign me. Darn Bull City, you niggas know where to find me. I'm a living legend, I'm writing my documentary. Got a lot of haters out here trying to plot against me. I ain't worried about the drama, get the chopper with me, nigga. This shit I'm holding to turn your whole block to mince. All right, we've given ourselves five minutes to talk about the NC Hip Hop Festival that's apparently coming to North Carolina in the next uh, few weeks, in June. Few weeks. And uh, the festival, the bill is out. We've got Large Professor. We've got, who else? Holland? Petey Pablo. Uh, A group called Arrested Development that you've heard of, Charles. Like, yo, they they were really a thing in the 90s. They were a big deal. Yeah. Mr. Wendell was like a huge deal. Dougie Fresh. Oh, Dougie Fresh as well. So they're bringing out some legends. This is like actually better than, bigger than I expected. I shouldn't say better. <laughs> I don't know. Their tickets are available. $25 to $2,500 <laughs> for those VIP packages. Tell them what else. You got the page, the event, right? Oh, yeah. Tell them what else they can, they can get. Well, for between $20 and $2,500, you can come to Durham NC. And I know you're probably thinking, why Durham? Uh, it's because it's the only urban city in the surrounding area. So considering this fact, the tastiest town in the South has yet to experience a festival that celebrates urban culture. But no worries. North Carolina Hip Hop Festival is coming. Get your tickets now. And that was written on their event break. That's the bio. That's the bio right there. No word on where Beats and Bars falls into this or Art of Cool <laughs> or Dreamville Fest. The many hip hop festivals that we already have in North Carolina. That's it. Yeah.
it, those other places aren't urban cities, though. Raleigh? Raleigh's not urban. Come on. Where have you been? Well, you're right. It's not in South. Oh, yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte's not a city at all. Like, this. <laughs> I want to say they have a... I mean, Charlotte just had a festival a couple weeks ago. I'm forgetting the name of it. No, Made from Scratch is, is coming in a, in a couple months, and it started in Atlanta. So, uh, anyways, we're being kind of tongue-in-cheek, but the point was just that, like, there's already a lot of hip-hop events in North Carolina, and we're not trying to be huge dicks, but I'm just curious as how this is going to fit in in the larger scheme of things and, you know, and why this is needed. It's not to say that there can't ever be another type of event. I think it's more to say that, like, hey, slums outside. I think it's, it's more to say just, like, if you're going to start a hip-hop festival, understand what's going on in the other city right next to you and then yeah. the other big city in the, in the state. Just, just know that you are not the only ones doing right. a hip-hop festival. And also, it's just another, another festival where it's, like, where is the marketing? Where, where's, because I had this big issue with Moakfest and how they waited probably about until a month to really start marketing their lineup. And yep. I think in the end, it didn't really matter much, and that's good for them. Mm-hmm. But especially if you're first starting out, like, you got to have more visibility than what Like you had. said, like, what's the niche? Yeah. Like, what is the thing that they're doing that no one else is doing? Cause 40 it's, plus. Sorry? 40 plus. <laughs> that's the niche. <laughs> Come on, you ain't, you ain't spending 2500 to see Arrested Development. No, no, I'm if not. You're, if you're 21. Do you know Do, yeah, from Chapel Hill. Sorry, he was talking about yeah, L in Japanese from Chapel Hill. I know. Are they gonna let high schoolers in? Wasn't that a thing? What is Wait, your experience? Whoa, whoa! I don't. <laughs> hold on. I, I, well, I don't want to talk about that. Like that. We're coming up on a minute, guys. Yeah, we only have a minute left to talk about this. But see, in Durham in high school, DJ L in Japanese would throw these parties in Chapel Hill. And it was just like the, the thing to do in high school when you like started drinking yeah. is like go to these parties. There was only exclusively high schoolers there. And, and now he's performing in Durham and, and you can go see it for twenty five to twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> Look, uh, we really appreciate that they're doing this and uh, another hip hop festival. But yeah, I mean, we'll see how it plays into the larger landscape. Here. Sincerely, though, like good luck to them. I hope it is a success. Because no, I, and I I understand when you say sincerely, it sounds more sarcastic. I'm going to say it again, sincerely, genuinely. I hope it is a success because you don't want to see somebody try and do something and, and watch yeah. them fail. It sucks. That said, yeah. That said, it's like if if it does have a second year, I hope that there's a little bit more thought behind what is their niche, like you were saying. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like a certain a certain look to it I mean, that just looks I know a little we're bit. running out of time, but it, like it's kind of like a reoccurring theme, a reoccurring issue, though, in, in North Carolina hip hop, though. No, you I'm gonna keep, keep on going. Talking. Keep going, dude. I just you know, no, what, all like, the, on all the shows, they talk people, past the buzzer. Like, a lot of like, you know, there's so much petty shit that happens in like music. Like people don't give credit where it's due. They don't want to collaborate with people. When, when they should be people who they should be collaborating with. And then you end up with like a corny looking flyer and mm-hmm. shit like that. And people talking shit. When as you, if everybody was brought into the fold, it would be like an undeniable thing. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a, another hip hop festival. Yeah. So, I do think I with mean, the niche conversation, the biggest issue just is 
and it speaks to branding, is if you name it the, the right thing that actually speaks to what you're trying to do, I think it would avoid a lot of the stepping on toes and like the um, people texting each other like, what is this thing? Kind of yeah. thing when it's called the NC Hip Hop Festival. That sounds like it's going to sum up all of NC Hip Hop. Right. Yeah. So then when it's like, like you said, you, you know. an older audience thing, like it should be called like Legends whatever or something like that. I think it just should be Legends whatever. That'd, that'd be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, the other thing that we were talking about as well, we're going to give ourselves a few more minutes on on this, is the uh, new Anderson Pack video that came out and song. Yeah, that was fire. really impressive, really cool. Bubbling. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Actually, the song as well. So we'll play the song for a second here, uh, just so you can hear it. Look, yeah. in the head, one in the bag, bubbling. Look at the cash, look at the cash coming in. Come get your man, see nigga bugging me. Just see the bag, quit out of jaw jackery. Don't even pass me that I don't want none of it. These niggas mad about it, had enough of it. Whoa, watch what you saying, how that popping is shaking. Got me hot as a laser, my posse deep in that raiding. We act a fool for the paper, had a dream and I made it. They'll Camino on dates, bitches guess over bait. Put the bread on me, bitch, bitch, you bet on my bacon. Get flat in the banking, I might just roll out the day. I might just roll out to Vegas, head back to my old ways. Cup a roof in the Asia hoes and we blow all day. Look at me, baby. Look at me, baby. Don't I look like a million? I'm about to clean out the safe. Don't I look like somebody that just be body and everything? All that talking is great, but I don't be talking. Rapid reactions. Uh crazy, but he sounds too much like Kendrick. Whoa, wow, that's really rapid. <laughs> I I found it to be a visual like I found it like a good combination of the TDE style for the past like three or four Kendrick videos and the style of ATM uh, that J Cole just had and especially the content of the song I found it very similar to ATM but in a completely different vein of style. I thought it was really cool, Ryan. We're doing a music video showing thing here at this in the Runaway store next week, right? No, no, it's not here. It's uh well I wasn't gonna promote it publicly but now we're we're doing that. Um, it's called Seeing Sounds, and we're gonna be showing a lot of uh, shouts to music videos. So we might be showing this one. I think you've already put it on the list. And with the intent of not only kind of getting together and showing each other our music videos that we're making as a community, but also showing the ones that we think are really inspiring. And I think something you can take away even from a budget, a big budget video like this is there were a lot of cinematic things in it. Mm -hmm. For instance most of the scenes would cut to like a tight shot of Anderson Pack doing something and then pull back to reveal kind of a reversal of what you thought it was. Like you have the kid on the riding the zebra outside of the grocery store or whatever. And then you pull back and <laughs> Anderson Pack has got a real zebra and th things of that nature that I think are replicable on a smaller budget that are takeaways from that for me. Yeah. I thought it reminded me too of, I forget what song it was from the black Panther um, soundtrack, but they did a video what was it called? No, I'm saying uh -oh. you're singing. Oh, I don't even remember how it went. I just remember the visual of it because it was the one that had future. Oh, so you know how that part oh, yeah. goes. King's dead. <laughs> yeah. So, but they had, it was similar yeah. in how much, how many absurd things happened yeah. because it would cut to them in the scene of like Wolf of Wall Street and then it would cut and he'd be in the tree and cut and they'd be on top of a building. Yeah. And some of that you can only do with a certain budget. But this is a thing that I had been thinking about after watching this video too is like, um, the visual on a low budget, you can still do a lot of things that are just visually interesting because it's unusual. You don't need to use special effects to do like, um, I don't, I don't just things that you don't see in everyday life, yeah, like but 
Buying a zebra is kind of expensive. But anyway, just thinking outside the box as far as what you can be doing. So, I mean, obviously in this video, he's, he's pulling an ATM behind a moped and it's spewing out money the whole video. Um, what, what do we, do you think there's like a point to this video or it's just like the absurdism, the absurd, Pro, is, I don't know if that's a word. I don't know. I, the absurdity I, is fun. I feel like I saw somewhere online and, uh, this may end up being like those things you see online that actually is bullshit. So don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm about to say. I'm going to say it anyway. Cause I have a mic in front of me. Um, but yeah, no, I think I saw like the idea behind it was basically the kind of the same idea behind ATM where it's like material possessions and money are kind of at the forefront of a lot of people's minds and that's not exactly great. Yeah. And it's a, I feel like you just came about it. It ends in a, a different way. way. Yeah. And it ends in a very similar way to ATM where, you know, you fall flat on the ground and ATM J Cole's clearly dead. And then in this one, you know, he's, he's struggling under the pressure of the ATM that's full of money. Yeah. I don't think it's that deep. I think he's no, just having so fun. I, I think that ultimately the so, ATM crushing him is like just a, a byproduct of the so, lifestyle. But I think Anderson Pack is way more into the fact that he's just that he's that he's bubbling, that he's got money, that to, he's just yeah, he's, he's out there living this life that he, he the dude was homeless. Like he doesn't give a yeah. shit. He's just trying to out here have fun. Also, to be fair, I, yeah. I don't really think what I said was that deep. No, 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 no. Like but it's, he, it's a different perspective, though. I get, no, I get, I get, I guess I get where Justin's coming. Like, it's just a flex song, and I, I could see that for sure. It's not necessarily what you said, but just the, okay. I think what J. Cole was aiming to do with his oh, song yeah, yeah. is very yeah. different from what Anderson Pack was trying to accomplish with well, this one. Yeah, and I think it has to do with how they came about. Like, Anderson clearly came about it like, let me fucking flex. And then if you want to take the message away, you can take the message away or bump to the song because it's awesome and i think that's just the nature of his music though that's yeah. what i take away from a lot of his songs is that you know he wants to he groove and he'll have some more like his more melodic stuff will be a little bit deeper more sensual but but really he's just like like the, i remember i think drugs was the first song i ever heard from anderson pack and that's just yeah. like just like a straight trap song and i feel like he uh he, he plays both sides of the fence pretty yeah. well in that regard but i think a lot of time he's just like yo let's just have fun and, and do our thing yeah i think like you can you can get both from it i think like i think what it was was kind of like to highlight the absurdity of how ridiculous hip-hop got in the mid 2000s because it was it was kind of like a more modern day version of a two, mid 2000s style music video and there's a one and shot where he's doing the they're he's doing rolling the dice, dice he's and he's, he's, he's got like the he's got, he's the, got the do on yeah. And, yeah so i dude, really yeah, think it yeah. was supposed to be like kind of like you know bringing it back to that just having fun with it and kind of just like making fun of it at the same time yeah also the, the like, i mean i think it also brought in like a more modern version of it because i had never seen a shot He's in um, diving into the pool. It's literally an endless, all, all money, the eye can yeah. see of just money. Some Scrooge McDuck shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fun watch. Check it out if you haven't seen it. And it's a fun listen as well. It'll bu it bumps an Alex's Civic. <laughs> and that's not a diss. I have a fucking Civic. I'm yeah. just saying. I was if, being descriptive. If you have a car that is actually, and you've actually put in time to make sure music sounds good in your car, okay. it'll sound even better okay. than it does. Okay. In my, in my, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying my car was not designed for sound. It oh, was, I thought you were referencing. No, no, no. My car was designed to be good with gas mileage, and it yes. sounds good in my car. Your car if you've actually taken the time, car. Our, car. our car. So, well, yeah. 
If yeah, we, ride, <laughs> we ride to the super empty offices together every morning. <laughs> if you take, uh, if you actually have taken the time to make sure that your car, your house, whatever sounds good, you're going to bump to this song constantly. Keep it in your rotation. Yes. Listen to the song. Uh, that's our show for the week. There's a couple things up on the site you should check out. There's an NC hip hop playlist, best of Carolinas, um, that I just put up on Spotify. Check that out. And there's also an article talking about the Young Dolph saga, as well as a few new songs from the, uh, there's a new Young Do- uh, Young Bull video. Sorry. Swank. There's a new Swank song. I got Dolph on my mind. Young Bull video. We got the Swank song. Guy, Elevator J. Uh, Elevator J. And Elevator J. So uh, a lot of good artists from NC this week to check out on the Super Empty site. And of course, give us a review. Rate us, please. Five stars. We have only five stars to this point. So please keep it going. Keep it that way. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Peace. My pleasure when I get a taste of your Chocolate. 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 Chocolate.